At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it is Sharp Money as we welcome you back. Amal Shaw, I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I know I have a read here, just not exactly sure which one I'm doing. DraftKings, okay, we love DraftKings, so make sure you get involved with DraftKings. And if you don't, well, what's your problem? Remember, DraftKings uh, is coming to Massachusetts soon enough. DraftKings Sportsbooks, Boston's hometown sportsbook will be live right in Massachusetts. Bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. Don't bet with some out-of-town sports book. Bet local. Remember, DraftKings is local to Massachusetts and Boston. So check it out. Plus, all new customers who sign up for DraftKings today, uh, use that code VSIN. V-S-I-N. You'll receive up to $200 in bonus bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Massachusetts. So again, you can sign up today and get out in front of it. You get $200 in bonus bets. Soon you'll be able to bet on money line spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks. That's DraftKings Sportsbooks. If you have love or love some, or excuse me, experiencing problems with gambling, make sure you call 1-800-327-5050. Make sure you check it out. Now, as we welcome you back, a couple of things. Big guy, I couldn't even hear you in my ear, so I apologize, but we got through it. Um, Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper. Your eyes lit up, and I wasn't even looking at you when I talked about bonuses. So let's discuss this. You are, I don't know if you've driven to Arizona and other states, but I know you encourage new bettors to very much take advantage of these books, handing out bonuses. So it reminds me of the song Johnny Cash, I've Been Everywhere, Man. Yes, uh, it's free money. Take advantage of it. Um, 
a lot of people, when they deposit $1,000, they get a $1,000 bonus, they bet against the spread. Well, then your bonus is only worth 50 cents on the dollar. So if you get $800 bonuses, for instance, you bet eight games for 100 each, you're going to get back 400 But if you play big money line underdogs or parlays, say three-team parlays at 6-1, to one, think about this. If you play eight parlays, you should hit one of them. It pays 6-1. to one. Now you're going to get back 600 instead of 400 So uh, to eliminate the math, just play big underdogs. Three-team parlays are an excellent way to play these bonuses, and you'll get back $0.75 cents on the dollar instead of $0.50 cents on the dollar. Steve, if you don't mind, just expand on that a little bit because some people may not be as well-versed and just in terms of how the bonuses work or how it comes about. Yeah, so the reason the math works to, yeah. to play the big underdog is that when you make your bet, win or lose, they're going to take it away. So think about like on a roulette wheel. You bet that dollar, and if it wins, it pays 35 to 1. You get the 35, but you get the dollar back also. Well, that dollar is going to be gone regardless. But when you think about it, who cares that the dollar is gone if you're playing a big money line uh, parlay because it, it doesn't have as big of an implication as like a straight bet, like the worst possible bet. Imagine a thousand dollar free bet, Amal, and you bet Gonzaga tonight on the money line. So you bet the thousand to win a hundred. Yeah. Well, the best you could do is to win a hundred because yeah. they're going to take away your thousand. So a couple of things. One, professional handicapper Steve Fezzik here on Sharp Money every Monday. It's the ramblings of a madman, and that's and what I mean by that is his text threads are fascinating. You get inside the mind of a crazy genius. Uh, one, we thank Steve because he rushed over dealing with some family issues. So thank you very much for that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start at the top of your ramblings today because there's so much gambling theory to learn from Fez. I'll start at the top today. We never really got into how important all the half points are. You would really like to reinforce this. Yeah. So the number one reason people don't win gambling, and I hear this all the time. And by the way, this is not gospel. This is my opinion. Some people disagree. Some people will be right on some on some things. But those half points are so critical. The number one reason people aren't making money is that they're just not getting good enough prices. So we hear all the time about closing line value, CLV. Basically, you want to make a bet at a spread that does not exist at close. Well, that's a hard thing because by definition, you can't bet at close because the number is what the number is. But like, look no further. And there's lots of examples. Um, the XFL last week, so Seattle closed minus four right here in Vegas. Our game here in Vegas, Seattle wins by four. So there's a game where if Seattle was minus three all week long, I know it was a miracle and Seattle completed a bomb at the end of the game and should never have happened. But the bottom line is the final score was four. You can't push with Seattle minus four. You have to win if you bet Seattle on that game. I think it's a great point. I think getting that number is so crucial. We talk about it all the time. Uh, in terms of people that may not be as well-versed on it, can you just kind of maybe cite a couple of examples outside of the XFL, but maybe whether it's football, NFL, or with college basketball or NBA in terms of just the importance of it? Because I think sometimes it can be skewed in people's, or from people's perspective. Yeah, so let me quantify. With what we're doing in yeah. sports betting, we're laying minus $1.10, yeah. all right? By definition, let's say you get shorted by a half point. Each half point, it, the books will charge you, most books, $0.10 cents to buy a half point, all right? They really should only charge you eight. So they're charging you an extra premium. But each half point is worth like eight cents. So let's say a line is four everywhere and you play minus four and a half, lay a dollar ten because that's the, the only line at the one book that you have. 
you're essentially making the same bet as laying minus four, lay a dollar eighteen. It's hard to win laying a dollar ten. Think how hard it is to lay minus a dollar eighteen. I think just um, the other night, Oral Roberts wins by exactly sixteen. The line was sixteen. There was a fifteen and a half at post. There was a sixteen and a half at post. You got to win those games. That's the one advantage you have as a better is that you can shop all these operators. And people ask me, well, what's your favorite sports book, Steve? Do you like the book with the sharpest lines? No. I like the book with terrible lines. I like the book with <laughs> sports book managers that have no idea what they're doing or deal with super opinionated lines all over the place. Bet variance. I don't care if you give me no comps. Yeah. I care. I don't care if you don't give me any drinks. I don't care if you don't give me free parking. Give me good lines, and I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I know you do. By the way, my favorite books during the summer back in the day were the sports books that offered nickel lines on baseball the whole year. Yeah, so the nickel line, this goes back before you, Amal, because you're much younger than I, but back in like the mid-90s, mm-hmm. the Barbary Coast and Caesars Palace had a nickel line where you could bet um, if two teams were equal, one side was minus 103, the other side was minus 102. Uh, think about how good that's. One quarter, one quarter juice versus what you normally pay. You know what? If you could, had any handicapping acumen, if you could hit 51%, yeah. you win. That's a, it's a great point because as Steve brought up earlier on the minus 110, you got to hit 52.38%. And every nickel that goes up there, the in, uh, percentage increase goes higher and higher. So it's something to pay really uh, close attention to, Patrick, which we were referencing with that nickel line there back in the day. From your perspective overall, when you look at the gambling industry, a ton of people watch someone like you have great admiration, but you are a gifted and astute mathematically being an actuary. It was funny. My dad, he called me up after a segment. He goes, I don't know who this guy is. He goes, I loved it. He goes, I wanted to be an actuary. He's, an, he's actually an electrical engineer. And he says to me, he goes, but I love the mathematical input that he brings to the table with betting. So for people that may not be as well-versed, and, and let's be real here, a lot of people are not going to have the depth of knowledge on math that you have. But what are some of the things that they could look to maybe as somebody kind of getting involved? Because you do a tremendous job of being able to identify weaknesses or maybe numbers that are off. And I don't mean just a spread, but I'm ta- talking about how you talked about with the bonus situation. Maybe somewhere you could kind of take the horse to the water and maybe help them drink that. Yeah, let me use a poker analogy yeah. because there's lots of world champion poker players that aren't actuaries, don't have PhDs in sure. math. But they employ the math, but they just don't even know it. They, they learn it. And with different rules. So an example, when a poker player is on a flush draw Mm -hmm. and he has four outs and he's got, you know, the turn in the river to get there. So the the poker players use what's called the rule of four, where you multiply your number outs, nine times four, 36% chance approximately of making that flush. And so here's an example where, well, they could calculate the probability the flush comes. Well, they just use that rule of four that anyone could do. And, And you can do a lot of this in your own sports betting, knowing approximately, like I said, a half point is going to increase an extra half point is going to increase your win percentage by right around 2% in college basketball. Yes, it varies by the number. Seven's more important than 27 when you have a big spread. But the bottom line is when you're getting an extra point on a game, and this does happen. So think about it. You're going to win an extra 4% of the time. If you have a line painted 12 and you can catch 13, you're going to win that bet about 53% of the time. That's higher than that 52.38. That's a profitable bet more often than not. This is, this is for Jay Shaw, the father of them all, if he's watching. Not only was Steve Fezzik back in the day vice president as an actuary in Los Angeles, Marina Del Rey, just down the road from me, but I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, growing up, state of Ohio, you were top three somewhere in there as far as a chess player. 
Yes, I'm a math geek. I was a Dungeons and Dragons geek. I was a chess geek. And in the state of Ohio, I uh, finished second in the state one wow. year. Uh, I was only like ranked like fifth. Um, David Glick was a uh, master. He went on to become a chemistry professor, another math geek, who was a tremendous player. But my claim to fame is when I played in the championship, I tied him, which was like he was like 10 times better than me. So that was a major upset. But I didn't beat him, so I did not win the, the state championship. I, I like everything you said except the geek reference there. I think people don't understand or appreciate the importance of mathematics in everyday life, right? Think about this. You're in another city. If you're in New York, right, the city of churches and bridges, you can't cross from Long Island into Queens, you know, unless you're over the Queens Bridge and, uh, I mean, so many different places. But I, I think the importance of it. And in betting, I, I don't think people realize the value of it. You gave a great analogy with poker. And I think in so many different ways, you see so many different things. Um, can you explain a little bit about line scalping that people may be unfamiliar with so many times? Because we're talking so much about numbers. I think that's something that people might be able to do if they're just kind of starting out to make a little profit. Sure. So I made a bet in the XFL today. I mm -hmm. bet Seattle minus three. Uh, Seattle's an undervalued team. They're one and two. They got great underlying statistics, yards per play four and against. And yet somehow they've almost, they, they could be 0 and three. Yeah. But um, so I knew minus three was cheap. I went ahead. I bet it myself. I gave it out to my clients. Well, now it's sitting at minus four. But a, a few books still have Seattle minus three, but you've got to lay like minus a dollar forty. Well, I could play the other side right back. So I laid minus three, lay a dollar ten. So I laid minus a dollar ten. I could take the same line plus three and take it plus a dollar twenty if I wanted, and just scalp it out where yeah. I'm, I'm basically laying minus one ten, taking plus one twenty. Baseball betters do this all the time. They know that another team's likely to rest a bunch of starters, and they're like, I'll just bet this, and I'll take the ten cent scalp. I don't really have any dog in the fight. I don't like the play, and play it back. Sports betting theory. We're lucky to have them. Steve Fezzik in studio looking cool, too, with the glasses and the jacket. When we come back, he says your approach to sports betting when you wake up in the morning is completely wrong. How should you attack the board? We'll come back and discuss next here. Sharp Money, Fezzik in studio, Malshaw, Patrick Maher, and Dustin Sweetelson. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. 
So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's Pat Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the number on your square matches the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. That's BetRiversSquares.com. As we welcome you back here, Amal Shaw, Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Mondays with Fezzik. Doesn't get any better than that. Steve Fezzik, professional handicappers. Don't get duped on Twitter. It's at Fezzik Sports, two Zs and a K. There's some imposters out there. Speaking of imposters, they're getting into the space at a rampant rate. And social media, you'll hear, I'm hitting over 70% of my bets on the season. I'm hitting 65% of my bets on the season. You and I always used to laugh about that because let's be fair. If you're hitting 55 to 57%, you're doing pretty damn good. Let me give an example of the math. Let's assume you hit 60% and there's tons of people who claim it and you only bet one bet a day. You only make one bet. You're in for five years, you're going to bet what would be a normally insane 10% of your bankroll. You start with 1000 bucks. you love Duke, you bet Duke, you bet 100, 10% of your bankroll. And each and every day, whatever you have left, you recalculate, you bet 10% of your bankroll. If you hit 60%, one play a day for five years, you, have, you accumulate over $1 billion. $1 billion. <laughs> now, that doesn't disprove that you can't do it. But there aren't a lot of hundred millionaires running around, and I get it. You'd bump up against limits, and you couldn't get down a million dollars when your bankroll got to ten million. But it pretty much makes it look silly. That no, but anybody- I, it, 
I just wanted to follow up because they're, they're new people getting into this space all the time. And if they have a good NFL season, Amal, you know this, where they hit 60 plus percent, they then assume they then attribute it and blanket it the rest of the way that that's kind of what their goal is to hit a percentage like 60, 62 percent. You're always going to come back to hopefully that 55, 57 range. Yeah, absolutely right. You bring up a good point there in terms of some of these things. What drives me nuts is when people get lucky on a win, they never recall that, but they always recall the bad losses, which I'm like, generally speaking, on average, it's going to even out. Doesn't necessarily mean it plays out there that way or you don't recall it that way. So it's just something to pay attention to. I thought Steve brought up a great point because you see on social media so much of it, and I'm like, can people actually substantiate this instead of actual numbers given after the fact? That's always a big issue. You know, one thing I want to comment on, yeah. it, it actually doesn't even out. Okay. It, it comes close to evening out, and here's why. If you're, um, if you're winning 11 out of every 20 wagers, 55%, yeah. obviously 55% of the bad beats are going to go against you instead of for you because you've got more Ws that should be winning than losses. Further, you're probably playing more underdogs, and you're playing more unders as a pro, all yeah. things being equal. Well, overtime is where unders and overtimes where dogs go to die. So overtimes, every pro I know has said, if, if, if it wasn't for overtime, if the game just ended a tie at that point, I'd be so much richer right now. I, I was su surprised that books haven't put up a thing where not including overtime on a total or on a spread itself. Just like, you know, in hockey, you have a 60-minute game line. I'm surprised more people haven't come out with that. I, th there's certainly a demand. You know, Andy Isco used to always talk about overtime insurance to put, and it makes sense. To, why not just put a lineup? Will there be overtime? Yes, no. Yeah. On each and every game, there are people who would buy it, you know, and it's like, I, I don't know the true odds of overtime, you know, probably like 4% on, on most games line close, you know, somewhat close to zero. Steve, you okay, made... Go ahead. Go gonna, ahead, please. I was going to say, you, you made a great bet tonight that I particularly like. I know a lot of people would oppose this. A lot of times you hear people talking about it, and they would say from a negative standpoint, Steve bet $10,000 on Gonzaga last night to win $1,000. Now, so it's minus 1000 on the Zags, and obviously your return is $1,000. People would argue, well, you know, you've got you to do well on this one to, be, to make it pay off. But the Zags, how many times have they lost in the WCC semifinals? So I, I don't have those numbers. Yeah. I know you do. So yeah. go ahead and hit me with them. They haven't, they haven't lost going back 14 years. I mean, so, I mean, think about this from a mathematical standpoint, that's 7% of the time they're losing. I mean, they've won 93% of the time. And I know they've beaten San Francisco 26 consecutive games. Yeah. They actually, over the last 49, they're like 45 and four. Yeah. I looked at their four losses. They've lost four times, twice in overtime, once by one, once by three, all yeah. four games on the road, on the true road at San Francisco. It will be a pro Zags um, uh, crowd tonight. The bottom line is, I hear this all the time. People are like, oh, you you never lay more than 250 yeah. right? ever. Well, I just laid minus 1,000. I bet 10 to win a dollar. The truth is, it's, it's absolutely fine. Where I actually, and I disagree with like 95% of the Twitter universe, but I, again, I, I'm, I just don't understand it. People think that by putting it in a parlay, people are like, oh, well, I'll just parlay Gonzaga then right. to win with other stuff, that they're not laying minus 1,000. Nothing could be further from the truth. You're still laying. In fact, in many places, you can't shop for the very best number. And now you're laying even more vague yeah. by putting in the first leg of a parlay. It's fine playing big favorites. If, if it has value is value. If Gonzaga is going to win 94% of the time, just, just go ahead and lay the minus 1,000. It's fine. Okay. Now, this was part of the rants today via text to me and Dustin. So let's talk about it. A new sports better wakes up and wants to uh, approach the day sports betting wise. You said, let's explain how most betters treat the betting card like a final exam, starting it all day, then taking the exam and placing their bets all at once. That's not the right approach. 
Yeah, I, I firmly believe a lot of people do this, that they go ahead and they, they, they go into their dark retreat and they, they're looking at all their numbers and they handicap the entire board and they look at who every sharp is on and they do their due diligence and they study for 10 hours and they come out of the retreat an hour before the game start and, they, and then they bet. And the problem with that is that the, the answers, there isn't just one answer to a game. There really is. It's much more like a scavenger hunt or a treasure hunt where these lines are moving. And, you know, look at the Sun Belt. Look at the Southern Conference Championships games tonight. So at 5 a.m., you could have played under 145 and under 155 on those two respective games. It's a championship, one-bid league. Those were really good bets. Well, you can study and come up with all the numbers on how these one-bid leagues and the championship games unders have, have done very well historically over the last 10 years. But the problem is it's well-known. And now other people have grabbed the gold, if you will, and now those totals have dropped five points in each game. And I could, in no way could I recommend playing them at the current numbers despite having studied all this and seeing all the trends and, like, pointing towards the unders because the market has cratered on those totals. I think it's a great point he brings up, and that's why it's so important to be able to kind of, as soon as these numbers come out on the night before, usually during the regular season, during conference tournaments, it becomes a little bit more difficult because so many times they're not out until the early morning. So you got to be ready to jump on those. And I, I think that's a great point he brings up, Patrick. Well, what just process in general. Why don't you walk us through your morning, Fez? I know you have your son. You have your, and by the way, his son's can't be 10 yet and is already way, way smarter than the three of us. Um, <laughs> Your process in the morning, we talked about Spritzer a little bit during the break. Scott Spritzer, another professional handicapper. You two respect one another. He's a night owl. He does all his he does all his handicapping at night. He literally sleeps when the sun is coming up. What's your process in the morning? Yeah, so let's start the night before. So before I go to sleep at midnight, I'm always looking over the numbers. And there's certain games. And I'll be honest, I'm, I am not like a world-class handicapper. I'm a world-class better. So I try to pick my spots. I see San Fran I know San Francisco in this game was two nights ago. Santa Clarita, they're playing a double overtime and yeah. San Francisco wins. So immediately I'm like, wow, I wish I wish San Francisco was playing the next night. But immediately I want to bet on Gonzaga and I laid eleven and a half on Gonzaga like at midnight, like right after that game because the line was up and now it's up to fourteen. And like I said, I played the money line also. But um I'm doing my work at midnight, then boom, set the alarm for five thirty. And by the way, every now and then I take a day off. Okay. But um ideally I do this. Because I know there's some very public handicappers that move the numbers. Right Angle Sports, who comes on this show and other shows in VEASAN. Dr. Bob, who comes on this show in VEASAN. Those guys release at 6.30 a.m. Well, I'm looking at my clock, Amal, and it's going tick, tick, tick. As the, uh, as, as the minute hand is approaching 6.30, bottom of the hour. And you know what? I know... Chattanooga isn't going to be plus six if I wait till after till 631 yeah. because right angle sports might take it out from underneath me and I have to get at it in my own bets before these guys get at it. So it just becomes a race back to the searching for the treasure. Who's going to get to it first. It's a great point in terms of, you know, just being on top of it there in terms of getting that number as quick as possible. Did you, did you change your philosophy Back in the day, Fez, and when we come back, I want to talk about betting these conference tournament, NCAA tournament futures, which you're against. But back in the day, you used to say, absolutely don't take days off. <laughs> I, I've gotten old and fat. Yes. No, you remember, though, what I'm saying? Because you remember we talked about taking a little bit of a de detox when you're on a bad run or you go on tilt, and you used to say, it doesn't matter. The numbers don't add up. Just keep firing. Well, I I was I was more full of fire back then. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you remember what I'm talking I do. about. I do. I do. Yes, sir. You're not even, you don't really get involved in emotion. See, that's what's good for an actuary or a numbers person like you is emotion really doesn't come into play. It's more just edges and firing and numbers. But the irony is that I was the actuary that they'd send out when we had a client that was angry to try to save the client because I'm like the person, the one actuary... Actuaries can't communicate, period, but I could communicate somewhat. So they would send me out to the clients when we were in trouble with things. Yes. That's why, and that's why you're a media superstar, <laughs> because you're tremendous talking about these things that others have a hard time articulating. And when we come back, why conference tournaments and the big dance to win bets are bad. So should you be betting these futures? It appears Steve Fezzik says, nope. Why lifetime losers at casinos are in a unique situation to win betting sports? That is well. Next with Fezzik here on Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have exhausting Tom Brady news to come in 30 seconds. But first, this is for Fezzik. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for 19 bucks. You can afford that. Well, if Gonzaga wins, you can definitely afford it. Whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every single game, every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bet tools. We put those that Fezzik gives out as well including all the hosts and guests. These guides that we give out as well feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams. You get Brent Musburger, Greg Hoops-Peterson. They're all there. Sign up today for 19 bucks. vcin.com slash subscribe. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Amal Shaw, Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson, Sharp Money, Professional Handicapper on Mondays, Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports with two Zs and a K. Some news. We'll get to Derek Carr in just a second, but this is from Dove Kleiman, who's pretty connected. He said, Tom Brady, oh my gosh, Tom Brady might not be done after all with his playing in the NFL. According to Rich Eisen, who talked to people in Indianapolis, quote, folks are saying, keep an eye on the Miami Dolphins. Fezzik, I'm exhausted. Any response? Miami has a quarterback, Tua, who would be better than Tom Brady right now. So uh, as long as Tua can play and he's healthy, would make no sense. Indy, on the other hand, does need a quarterback, but um, Brady's going to be a below-average quarterback if he plays this year. Makes no sense. Any reaction, Amal? I completely agree with him. I think people are overlooking the fact that he didn't play particularly well in Tampa last year. And I think because it's Tom Brady, I don't know why the media just absolves him from any criticism, but uh, if you if his name was Bob Smith, nobody would want him. While you were dealing with your family business today, Fez, the Saints – Signed a deal. It's a four-year deal with Derek Carr. He's going to get about 37 and a half mil. He got 100 guaranteed. Remember, the Saints were a team that pros and a lot of prognosticators were on going into last season. They finished 7 and 10, so they underperformed. You take a look at the betting market. They're your favorites to win the NFC South, so he goes to a good division. You want to have some success at plus 140 for the Saints. Derek Carr's addition, Fez. Yeah, good addition for him to go to because the division sucks. <laughs> um, you know, the, you nailed it. The, the pros loved the Saints last year. Saints were lined to seven and a half wins. They got steamed all the way up to nine. They underachieved in the win-loss um, barometer. But if you look at the underlying statistics, they did just fine. They were a above-average team. 
people will be like listening right now. They're like analytics and they're like, oh, Fezzik's like an old school dinosaur. He's going to quote yards per play here. But they had like a net yards per play from memory of like plus 0.7. So that's an above average team with uh, and now they get a big upgrade at quarterback. Uh, you got to like the Saints. Uh, but, you know, what will happen is you're going to pay through the nose because of that. But probably it's just going to keep getting steamed when they finally do put numbers out on season wins, division odds throughout the summer. I think okay. I think it's Go a great ahead, point to take a look at this team here. You know, you mentioned the division and how poor it is. And I think the one question mark with New Orleans is defensively, you look at their metrics and their numbers, they're a good team. It's just, you know, the Red Rifle or Jameis Winston, <laughs> neither of them were taking you anywhere. Nope. And Dalton's a free agent. They're going to cut your boy Jameis Winston. There's no need as Derek Carr in with the Saints. I don't. I still don't understand why he didn't create a bidding war because he could have got one. Okay, let's go back to your notes. So one of the things you discussed uh, with myself and Dustin was why conference tournament and big dance to win bets are bad for new betters. Let's ex- let's talk about that. It's because the dastardly bookie hides so much extra vig that if you bet each and every team proportionate to their that you are indifferent to who won the tournaments you would be losing like 30% of your bankroll that you were betting on. So you're betting into such huge vig, it is extremely difficult to win. Further, the the biggest um, extra vigs are associated with the underdogs, the big underdogs in these conference tourneys, and that's the one where most bettors gravitate. They try to find the 20 to 1, 30 to 1. So if you're listening to experts and they're saying, hey, here's an undervalued team that I think can make a run that's like a number six seed, You've got two choices. One, you could do the mechanical parlay where each and every game you just bet them to win, and you'll almost always wind up with more money. The method I prefer doing is just take that undervalued team and just bet them each and every game against the spread, oftentimes catching points in the first um, as you progress further into the tournament. You'll do a lot better financially with that method. Love the Futures bets are so fun to discuss, and specifically on a network where you're talking for three hours a day, but you've always not necessarily shied away from betting futures, but you would just go game to game in particular. Yeah, content providers, it's, it's a great topic. It's fun to talk about all of this stuff, but like you look at the big dance and only one team's going to win. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it right now. You can, you can go ahead and scour the earth and get the greatest college basketball minds in the world and shop throughout Vegas. And I don't have a gaming license, so I can't really do this. But I'll give you 10% better odds of anybody. I'll match their odds. If they're given 8 to 1, I'll give you 8.8 to 1. Um, you won't win. Um, and there, there are people who win. You know how they win? They, they win because they get at certain teams that they realize are good before everyone else. Remember the OB Top and Dayton team that was going to be a number one seed. And for a while, Dayton was sitting out there at 80 to 1. Yeah. That's how you win, by getting at numbers back in November on undervalued teams. Well, now we all know within a point power rating wise, who's good and who isn't. Yeah, it's a great point. I think taking a look and identifying some of these teams, I remember UConn early in the year when you saw them play in Oregon in the PK 80 or the Phil Knight Invitational, whichever one it was, it was those two simultaneous tournaments, Patrick, you had an opportunity to grab a team that ended up going, I think 12 or 13 and 0 in the non-conference. But once you got into late December, everybody knew who they were and what they were. Yep. hundred percent. All right. Fezzik, why lifetime losers at casinos are in a unique situation to win betting sports. You always have a corollary. Let's hear it. So I, I was watching the XFL on TV and my friend Doug Kazarian was on and he was talking about, yeah, the XFL limits They're the books are being a little cautious. You know, most of them are taking like a thousand, two thousand dollars. However, if you're a house player, 
Uh, some books like just took twenty thousand from someone, and um, and I was thinking about this, and it was like it, it really makes sense if you're a Charles Barkley. I'm, I'm, by the way, I have no knowledge of Charles Barkley, but I'm just assuming that he's probably not a big lifetime winner at gambling and the like. But when Barkley walks to your book and says he wants to bet $50,000, it's very hard to say no, given, sure. you know, he's got this long history of betting big and playing, I'm sure, in the pits and everything else. So if you're a player that's been playing pretty good or a long time and you're and, and you enjoy gambling and it's recreation, if you lost, you know what? People lose golfing. People lose going to the movies. It's okay to, to lose while you're gambling and having fun. But if you've done that, you're in a unique position where if you sharpen your game up, now a bet that I might only be given $500 at, at a book, you might be able to bet 5000 on. You might want to ask around and partner up with some sharp people. You'd be um, very um, surprised at how much money you could make working with a, a sharp if um, you've got an account that's been identified as just a square or recreational gambler. I think it's a great point, Patrick. I, I, you know, that's the one thing I love about having Fez on here. There's so much insight and depth of knowledge that you get that maybe people are unfamiliar with, and you can take advantage of that, especially from a betting standpoint. Reference the futures markets. Talked about people that might be house players in a casino, and somebody else may not be able to get down for as much money. So, really, a good advantage and opportunity. Did you see well, the Barkley news? I did not. So Barkley, he plays in the Edgewood Tahoe tournament. Fantastic tournament to watch. So Barkley improved his golf game dramatically. So he was going to be able to shoot like instead of 40 over, 30 over, yeah. something along those lines. I know Stapleton modified scoring or whatever they do. Um, he bet on himself to like finish in the top 70 instead of just betting his over under, which would have been a slam dunk winner. So if, picture this. He's got inside information that his game is way better and he still lost by making the wrong wager. <laughs> Amazing. So be, before before we say goodbye, you lost the number on Seattle and the XFL, but I'm looking through your notes, which, again, the scribblings of a madman, a mad genius. Are, are you talking about the Mariners here? You made some Mariners plays? And we're oh, talking I, I, about yeah. futures. Did you make these plays on the Mariners last night? Y yes, I'll leave you with two things. So I bet last night I'm, I'm surfing through, and I see the Mariners are 86 and a half at one book, Circa, and they're 88 and a half at Westgate. Yeah. All right? And I'm like, that's a profitable middle. So, boom, yeah. I'm playing over 86 and a half, under 88 and a half, and I just keep betting it at both books, and they're not moving it. So I just keep betting over and over and over because um, – and I can't name a player on Seattle. It's just I like both bets, frankly. Um, I am going to leave you with one theme. You know, Vegas has had terrible weather in the XFL. The last two weeks, we had a monsoon two weeks ago, and we had a wind tunnel game, and 56 points got scored. Because of that, uh, I think Vegas is undervalued from a totals perspective. There's seven weeks left. If you play Vegas over in all seven other games, I'm going to predict you go at least four and three, betting them over. They're a dead not overs team going forward. Do you have a system for your betting tickets? My question would be over 25 plus years, how much money have you lost by simply losing tickets? I don't know. <laughs> I bet so much. I'm sure I would put no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, At the end of an NFL season, you'll say, I have no clue what I've won and lost because you just, you just fire constantly and you just have tickets all over the place. Probably 10,000. I mean, I'm just guessing. I, I don't really know because, I mean, I try to log all my tickets and the like, but it's just like, I got to be honest, when it's only like a $500 limit, sometimes it just, it just gets thrown in the safe deposit box, hopefully to be found later. Yes. That's couch change for Steve Fezzik. <laughs> Listen, I know it's a busy day for you with the family, so thank you for coming in. At Fezzik Sports, two Zs and a K on Twitter. Don't listen to the imposter. Steve Fezzik's Mondays here on Sharp Monday. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys.
Okay, we're coming back. We're going to close some tabs. We've got some plays from the network as well here on Sharp Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, thanks again to Steve Fezzik for stopping by, as he does on Mondays. That's going to be invaluable. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, that's going to be invaluable on Mondays during the NFL season. Fezzik, of course, one of the great tournament players as far as the super contest. He won it back-to-back. He plays contests incessantly, including the Circa Millions. So going to be awesome to talk about those numbers opening up on Sunday night into Monday with a professional capper. Let's do this. Horizon, Cleveland State, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin-Milwaukee. You're going under the posted total here. I've got a 149. 149 and a half I can give you them all. I'll take it. Uh, I like this game under. I actually played it at the worst number at 148 and a half. But, Patrick, to me, I think the thing is Cleveland State's a team that's more than content to play a half-court game. Milwaukee wants to get up and down. I think Milwaukee averaged about 79 points a game. 
Uh, both these te teams played uh, earlier in the regular season twice. First game went to overtime. They went up at about 130 points. Second game got over that total of around 150. But I think this is going to be uh, a little bit tighter game. The only thing that I have a concern with are the fouls late in this game. Okay, part of the network. You know him well, big guy. That's Aaron Halterman. He's going to be joining us tomorrow, and he's going to be a regular on the show along with Jared Welch from RacingDudes.com. They actually wrote the Kentucky Derby betting guide for VEASAN. They do a great job. Uh, Halterman's been killing it in college hoops, killed it in the NFL season, and he's got an NHL play for us on the ice. Now, remember, Edmonton's a dead nut over team. The books this late in the year have adjusted them from six and a half to seven pretty much on every game you'll see moving forward. Edmonton, Buffalo, Buffalo, powerful offensively as well. He's going to go over the seven in Buffalo tonight with the Oilers in town. The Oilers have been automatic overs recently. What do you got as far as Edmonton and Buffalo? Are you good with that over seven play? Now a couple DraftKings is up to seven and a half, but most shops are still showing seven with 120, 125 juice. Well, one of the things I love about the over seven play here is this. Which team is going to get held to two goals? Is it Buffalo? Is it Edmonton? I don't see either right. of them. You're going to get to three each. The so worst case scenario, you have a push. But the way both of these teams operate offensively, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, Thompson's been tremendous for people that may not follow the NHL closely. One of the leading scorers in the league. And, of course, we know what McDavid and Dreisaitl can do for both sides. Uh, I mean, excuse me, for Edmonton. So, for me, I, I like to play over seven here. Well, you know their team totals tonight, both set at three and a half. And both, how about Edmonton's three and a half? They're 160. Now, uh, Buffalo's 105, but both team goals total is set at three and a half. It tells you all you need to know. And again, which team does not get to two goals? I mean, to me, this is one where you could potentially be looking in the second period. We're looking at a 3 3 score. Okay, Samich, network style. Let's go. Chattanooga, he's taking the four and a half tonight with Chattanooga. Weber State, Sac State, under 125. I don't know if you have a, a thought on that one. And also, Caps Kings, first period, under a goal and a half at plus 115. Yeah, uh, I like the plus money price on the Caps Kings play there, but I generally don't play uh, play the first period lines like that. But, uh, you know, from a plus price standpoint, it's a pretty good play. Uh, Sacramento State, Weber State. I'm not a big fan of this uh, Sacramento State team. The Hornets are 14 and 17. Weber State, 17 and 14, finished third in the big sky. Uh, I think they should be able to get it done here in this uh, number lane, uh, two and a half here. Okay, remember, Samich, Halterman, Gable. As these plays come in, Felica, as these plays come in, I'm going to give most of them to you on the air every day here on Sharp Money, but you can become a VEASAN pro our NCAA tournament special right now, $19.99, and every play that's given out on the air all day, we email them to you. All right, big guy, it's time for you to shine. If you have any plays, mix them in, but also we're closing out the show. That means we're closing tabs. What do you got for me, BGZ? Yeah, updating an earlier item on the show, it looks like for Detroit, a slew of guys out. We mentioned James Wiseman was, uh, was up in the air. He is now uh, game time decision, maybe even doubtful, according to one of the beat reporters here on Twitter. I can't say his name. And Killian Hayes and Rodney Magruder are both out tonight for Detroit. That is a new update. That is like six guys, seven guys out for the Pistons. The only guy available for props is Jaden Ivey. I couldn't find anything to pull the trigger on, but if they post some of the, the secondary guys, I really like Diallo. He's a guy who I feel like his numbers are always down when uh, these other guys are out and he steps up. So something to look at if your book is offering Diallo props for tonight. 
uh, in the first segment of the show, when you guys were By the way, this is an approach by the Pistons because we're a big fan of French basketball players. <laughs> That's what it seems like. seems like a lot of people are. Um, you mentioned, Patrick, in the first segment of the show, which you can go back and watch at vsin.com on the app or download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. How old is Daniel Jones? He is 25. He will be 26 in May. Yeah, I think I was stuck between 25 and 26, right? Yeah. Uh, also, we were discussing workout warriors at the Combine via Anthony Richardson. Some other names other than Mike Mamula, who uh, Amal brought up. Vernon Davis had a great Combine. Don Terry Poe. Uh, a few others. Darius Hayward Bay. But my favorite was Aaron Curry, the Wake Forest linebacker. Oh, yeah. In 2009. What did he go, fourth or fifth overall? I think third or fourth. Yeah. And it, and it was really due to his workouts. Speaking of which, we may have to lead the show with Anthony, Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud and their workouts uh, at Indy. If nothing breaks tomorrow, we'll start the show with the combine stuff. What else you got? Another tab we have to close here to finish the show. Amal was talking about UCLA's final four runs, 06, 07, 08, back to back to back. Yeah. And listen to this roster on that last team. Kevin Love, Russell Westbrook, Darren Collison, and Luke Mbama Amute. Close. Luke Richard nice. Mbama Amute, yeah. Yeah, close. Pretty strong. Uh, we were discussing Rick Barnes at one point in the show, who's caught a lot of shrapnel in just the week in one show of uh, Sharp Money so far in Beeston. 25-6 and six overall record in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Philip Rivers. Rumors are swirling. He is checking in with a couple teams about coming back. The Niners, one of them. Uh, he has nine children. That's a lot of tuition to pay for. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> nine, nine children. Uh, uh, this is you're watching. You're you're listening or watching to a show that consists of zippy kids amongst the three of us. To be fair, <laughs> uh, Zach Harper said he was uh, shocked at how well the Knicks are playing offensively. Thought they might be top five in the league. And according to NBA.com stats, offensive rating they are fifth in the league behind Dallas, Boston, Denver, and then the Kings are number one. The problem with Ben Holland, Ben Holland won his ass off at UCLA. You just have to watch his teams play basketball that he coaches, Amal Shaw. That's the issue. Well, listen, you still want to win. It's I think laborious get... is what I'm trying to uh, no, tell you. No, I, I got you. And um, they've got a good coach there in Mick Cronin now, so I think they're all set for a while. All right, let's close another tab. Big guy. Uh, just a thought uh, here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Uh, they, have urinal, they have urinals that have uh, cup holders, which – Seems like a really interesting dilemma where one feeds the other. <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, rumors are Tom Brady <laughs> might be. interest. <laughs> Tom Brady might be trying to come out of retirement, and the Dolphins were listed, according to Rich Eisen, as a team to be interested in. Their odds for the Super Bowl at DraftKings right now are 30 to 1. I actually got down on them a week or two ago, and I got down on them again today after that news because I think they're going to make a splash at quarterback with Tua's status unknown for next season. I did lay it, by the way, today, Denver Lane 6, hosting Toronto, just as an aside. You want to close another tab? I have no more tabs, but I do have a play that I'm into for today. Uh, jumped on Gonzaga first half, minus 8.5, both times against San Francisco, at San Francisco, and at home. They had a halftime lead of 10. This is on a neutral site. Let's lay the 8.5 with Gonzaga. It will be all business today in their conference tournament. 
All business. Oh, you know what I thought of? Because Fezzik was a grand wizard in chess. He finished second in the state of Ohio, which I, is I, I think it's grand Let's... master. Let's hope he wasn't a grand wizard. Oh, yeah. That's okay. not a bad call. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you for the clarification and the delineation, because I don't want to walk Fezzik down the grand wizard hallway. I apologize. He was a grand master, or, one, or on his way to being a grand master. So on the way out. Either of you watch Queen's Gambit? No. Oh, tremendous. I've heard that. 10 out of 10. It's a, it's a, it's, I have no clue if it's Netflix. I have no clue if it's Prime. Netflix. I have no clue if it's Hulu. I just know I did watch that. That's one that I have watched. And Shorty, who played the Queen's Gambit, was tremendous in it. Do you know who this actress is? Googling. It's uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who's also in Peaky Blinders. That's what's up. Okay, tremendous job, Mal Shaw. Big guy closing tabs like a mug. Great job. We've got VEASAN primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King coming up. Remember, it's a new lineup, so I'll give it to you. VEASAN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. Those two are killing it. And then you've got midnight to 3 Eastern time, the Greg Peterson experience. Some thank yous. Seth Greenberg, ESPN College basketball analyst, join us. Thank you. Zach Harper, who's a weekly did a great job. Thank you, The Athletic. And Steve Fezzik dropping knowledge about betting theory. We thank him. Amal Shaw, anything on the way out? Nope. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you to the big guy as well, Kevin Trask, and everybody downstairs at the South Point. It's Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.